0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the MCU Review. Today, we've got... There we go. Oh, there's no glare. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. We're moving through. We're past the craziness of Infinity War. We're in this middle weird phase between Infinity War and Endgame. So we've got some fun solo movies. We're talking, as I mentioned, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Happy to be back. I'm Josiah Leroy with me. the, The most appropriate time that I've ever called you baba yaga
1: yes i was baba waiting for Laga that show. finally there's like a i couldn't forget today reference yes yeah
0: baba, baba yaga, yaga john fick john you ready to talk some ant-man yeah yeah i am good i like your shirt it's Thanks. pretty cool you got it uh jt <laughs> i also like what you're wearing there you got a, a nice little hogwarts thing not related to the show but it looks great as always the the suave jt jt <laughs> you excited to talk some ant-man
2: I am John. I have a wand, too, but it's hidden in boxes at the moment. So uh, I, I am definitely excited. I'm sad to to be back with the boys, talking about what we'd love to do. Right. What's up?
0: I watched this movie, obviously, as we all have recently, and I gotta say, I, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. So I can't wait to to unbox some of my feelings on that uh, as always the show here the mcu reviewed is presented by fantastic a division of 26 shirts go over to 26 shirts.com check it about check out all the merchandise they have available they are run co-run by our good friend del reed friend of the show we got to have del on it's it's been way too long can't wait to hit, get him back on here hopefully just in time for Endgame. Anyway, 26 Shirts and Fantastic. What do they do? They sell shirts that raise money to give to families in need, to individuals in need, to charities. Uh, to date, to my knowledge, they've raised over $1.1 million, if not $1.2. It's in that ballpark. That's a lot of money over the years that has gone directly to these individuals, these families, these charities. We're proud to know Dell. We're proud to team up with them uh, to help wherever we possibly can. So we're thankful to them for sponsoring the show. Again, that's 26shirts.com. All right, Ant Man and the Wasp. Like I said, we're in the kind of the, the the latter portion of at least the home video uh version of the MCU for what we've got here. Let's talk about just uh quick 101 one thoughts on it, if you, you can sum it up here. John, why don't we go to you first on your reaction to Ant Man and the Wasp?
1: It's a fine movie. I think it's good. I, I it doesn't it doesn't blow me away. It's not something that um I mentioned to to rewatch and you know, it's, it's just fine. I think it's just fine. There's nothing, nothing offensive about it. Um, The, the main plot, the, the, what they're going after the the whole curmudgeon of the, of the, of the story, it just doesn't really draw me in. So I'm not really, uh, not really enthralled with that, but I really do love all the characters. Like, I mean, at man is hilarious and him and Luis and his whole his whole crew and his family dynamic and all the stuff with hope like it's really good like i love all the characters i just don't really care about the plot of this movie so i'm kind of just there for the side stuff so i walk away like okay that was a good like you know a good funny one-off marvel movie but it's not something that knocks my socks off
0: i think that's a pretty good description and it's also really good usage of the word curmudgeon so good job there uh (laughs) jt give me give me your thoughts yeah,
2: uh <clears throat> going into it I, I felt I felt like it was going to fall into uh the end game is coming uh kind of where everybody was not too excited for it because they knew end game was coming. I was obviously a fell victim to that myself. Uh so just rewatching I think it was nice to kind of focus on the the my the fine details and the things I didn't really focus on that it seems like John did. Go, you know going back to that but um it was fun. It, that's basically. I mean, just like with, with Ant Man One for me, it was it was it was a fun movie. They had a couple of clips here and there, a couple of characters that I love, uh, as far as the the comedic stuff. And I think that's kind of the purpose of the movie itself is just to be that comedy that you that you really enjoy. Um, and, and you know, I was okay with it. it. Just watching it again, I was like, okay, you know. The, it's nice yeah, <laughs> it, so, it just wasn't
1: <laughs> the, the one thing i will i do want to like piggyback on there is like i think i think ant-man 1 is so much better and not to like you know obviously running into rankings but like i cared about the the story in ant-man 1 i think that like that 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 heist both heist like that movie had two little you know the the beginning heist and the second heist where he's actually ant-man like i love that story it was a small like it wasn't the world is ending type story just like this one it's very small and contained but i i really cared about that story i thought that
0: i thought ant-man 1 is just much better than this film is I think the plots better. I think I like the overall movie here better for different reasons. Ooh, interesting. But, mm. Like I that's not my hill to die on. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> but uh I really like these characters a lot. And that has me excited for Quantumania. That's the yep. next one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh 2023. So, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to get more Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. I think he's just it's it's such a well cast role. Love seeing him in these individual movies. I love seeing him in the team up movies, whether it's Civil War or uh, Endgame, uh, where we we really got to see him shine. So I'm all about it. I think uh, when I rewatch this, I think about expectations, and I don't feel like I remember ever what happens in this movie. So every time I go to watch it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that is fun. <laughs> uh, and I think it's it's also one of the the you know being one of the newer movies. We'll say it's one of the the movies I've watched the least. So far. So, uh, John, we've, we'll have pick up on that, because I know you and I had a, a discussion about that uh, yeah. last week. I gave you a quick <laughs> spoiler on my answer to that, yeah. Yeah, you, you give me a tease, basically. And we're like, da, 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 I'll, I'll wait for the show. <laughs> so, uh, release date, it was June 25th, uh, excuse me, July 6th, 2018. The box office number is $622.7 million. So, hot off the heels, really two and a half months after the events of, uh, or the release of Avengers Infinity War. Uh, another reason I'll say I appreciate this movie is uh, I needed a break after the emotional toll that Infinity War took on me. I needed that, that kind of wind down for a bit. Um, but I've, I've got some thoughts into, into how those pieces fit, uh, but $622 million, pretty good, right? Nothing uh, to write home about when you're, we're talking about some of the billion dollar big boys, but for a movie of this caliber and in this scale, pretty good.
1: No doubt. Yeah, any any movie would be happy to take that home. <laughs> that's that's a lot of money.
0: Uh also, I got to just John, I want to mention real quick. I got a message already. Uh we've got someone who likes Busy Sticks. Awesome. Someone said great job on the first episode. So that was really nice. Very uh cool. real quick aside here. We we launched our our brand new gaming show called Busy Sticks. We've been talking about it forever. Uh, go check that out at youtube.com slash the Geekiverse or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh What do we got next here? Man, it's been a while since we did this. It was just all over the place. <laughs> right. Do, do, do you remember your, your first viewing of the, the show? So you, you go and see it in the theater. If you saw it in the theater. Let's go to JT first. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> So this is easy for me because uh, this is this started the trend. I think a couple other movies, too. But this like for me of always having a movie, to, a Marvel movie to watch right before my birthday. So my birthday, July 8th. And there always was like, I think Black Panther came out uh, around July 8th as well. And so on and so forth. So this is just another like, hey, it's my birthday. We're going to watch a Marvel movie. And it ended up working out that we went to watch. So um, do you, I, I remember going in. Telling, I didn't follow this, but I remember telling myself, "Enjoy the movie, don't just think about Endgame." Enjoy the movie, don't just think about Endgame. <laughs> and I repeated it, and then I just thought about Endgame the entire time. Literally, the it's, it's horrible to say this, but the entire movie, although good and although I enjoyed it, um I was just I knew the post credit scene was going to show something, and that's what I waited for. It. I this is the only movie I've ever done that for, uh, like a Marvel watch, like in theaters that I was just only focused on the, the post credit. And I think it's back to what John and I said, it's for us, it's like no plot. Like there wasn't really anything for me to cling on to besides the funny characters and the quips and the jokes and things like that. So, um, so maybe a little bit of that, a little bit of just the excitement of Endgame coming soon enough. But um, yeah, that for me, it was, it was, it was an experience, you know, I went with the normal Marvel crew and, and I enjoyed it and just enjoyed being at the movie theater and watching Marvel. So
0: this is a tough one to, it's a tall task no pun intended to to put that in between those movies. Right. And there was a lot of hype with captain Marvel, even though that was not till, uh, March of the following year. So still tough to, to put that there regardless, even though it's an MCU movie, John, let's hear it. Let's, let's hear the story. I have been I've been dying to, to hear it since we talked about it at, at, at the bar.
1: Yeah, there's not much of a story. I just wasn't too excited about this movie, and and it's all to do with just coming off of Infinity War, knowing that Captain Marvel was next, and how how she'd be such a big part of Endgame, and then just that hype for Endgame. It's just like I just really didn't, I just wasn't really Jones in to see the next Ant Man movie, and I knew I'd get around to it. I just didn't see it in theaters. The first time I saw this was on Netflix back when Netflix, Disney Plus didn't exist, and Netflix was getting those, uh, those, those Marvel deals. So I saw this movie for the first time on Netflix, which was probably obviously months after it debuted in theaters.
0: Just short of blowing my mind, like it is crazy (laughs) to me that you did not see this in theaters. Yeah, because like you are you are a fan at this point. It's not like you just discovered the Avengers, right? Like I feel like that's that's a common thread. Uh, Like you you were big into it, so and it's fine. It's it's funny to me that you didn't see it because it was only a few months after.
1: Part of it was I had the po- the post credit scene spoiled for me, so I knew it. Um, like I just, uh, I, I, so I knew that was going to happen. Okay. So I knew that was like the one touchstone to Endgame, and I would also had the I heard I've heard conversations that there's really nothing else that ties it into the bigger story that we're going to right here, right? Like this takes place pre Infinity War, so like nothing matters really. Like it's just a it's a it's a character story.
0: I want to ask real quick, prior to that, prior to hearing that news, did you think this was gonna? How, did what did you guys think this would like be a part of Infinity War? I so I had heard clearly false. Well, actually, not clearly false. That during Ant Ant Man and the Wasp, the events of Infinity War are happening. Right, it's just not. It was not specific as to when. It's, it's obviously towards the end of the movie that all of that's happening. Right there, as Ant Man's fighting his battle and whatnot, and they're trying to do what they're doing. Infinity War is happening. Just the didn't yeah. happen so quick the yeah. uh this JT, I, I haven't showed you this uh <laughs> my my little uh, thanos ornament that i got i love so, it <laughs> <laughs> thank you I, did you guys think that this was going to tie in a little bit more it, it sounds sounds like we did
1: i can't remember what i thought i just i just know that once i once i knew that it didn't tie in and once i had that post credit scene spoiled for me i just really didn't i was i just wasn't uh it wasn't a priority to go out and see the next ant-man adventure i don't remember where my head was at before that though
2: and JT, did so, you think this was so going to- this? I have like, especially like now, these, these days, at least for me, one thing I always hated with Marvel, and I don't really hate almost anything with Marvel or the MCU, is the, their want or need or whatever they decide to do when it comes to, to not having everything interconnected live, right? So, like, waiting for Ant Man and the Wasp to be included in the Infinity War plotline and they're not having that just Scott's doing his own thing off in San Fran and not helping out the Avengers. Like I get it, you know, he's, a, he's in house arrest and all that stuff. I get the whole plot, but I, I'm just personally not, a, not a fan of how they do that. So I, I was a little disappointed and you know, the post credit scene obviously shows us when and where things were happening, but for me, it kind of made it worse. So that post credit scene, obviously him getting, or everybody against that doing him being in the quantum realm, like, that just didn't do enough for me. You know what I mean? It was like, he just didn't care that the snap was going on. They didn't even, I mean, granted they're fighting and stuff too, but it just doesn't fit for me. I didn't like it.
0: Uh, I, so I, for whatever reason, based on what I had read, was convinced that, uh, during the second half of this movie is when the infinity war events would take place and that we would hear about it or just know about it. There would be some sort of nod. There'd be some sort of, Oh my gosh, moment, but there wasn't, um, and that's fine. Like it ended up working out for me. And we'll talk about the post-credit scene a little bit later on as we get into the the latter half of the episode. But um in terms of in in just a moment here we'll we'll queue up the trailer so we'll we'll watch what what that was uh prior to the movie. But for me I went with one individual and I remember having a good time. You know, I I was almost in this weird funk of like depression uh I I say that lightly from from infinity war where it was like oh gosh like it's so heavy i'm feeling the weight of that this is this is not good i cannot wait to see where we go next like let's just get these movies out of the way meaning this and captain marvel so we could get to avengers 4 at the time and um i enjoyed it for what it was worth it was a, a popcorn movie as i say and i i remember doing uh, a spoiler cast for this so we we went home right away we recorded a, a, a podcast for it and I could not stop talking about the post-credit scene. Like it just stuck with me so intensely, couldn't stop thinking about it. And um, yeah, I, I, I just kept harping on it. So, we'll, like I said, we'll get into it. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna watch the the trailer here. So if you're watching the the YouTube version of this, you'll you'll be able to watch with us. Uh, we're gonna queue it up. John, I'll let you uh, just take over and let us know when you're ready.
1: Yeah. Uh, If you guys have both got it up, feel free to go ahead and play.
2: I just have one question. When Cap needed help, if I'd asked you, would you have come?
1: I guess we'll never know. But if you had, you'd have never been caught.
2: I do some dumb things, and the people I love the most... They pay the price thanks to you we had to run
0: we're still running
1: let's go just need someone watching your back
0: like a partner Hold on you gave her wings and blasters So I take it you didn't have that tech available for me
2: No I did
1: So watching that back, um, kind of reminds me how much I really did like a lot of the the, the action and the set pieces when it comes to using the, the the shrinking. They they did do a really good job of that in this movie. They did a great job in the first movie, but they kind of took everything to the next level with the being creative about how to using how how to use those shrink powers. Um, yeah, that, a lot of the stuff in that
0: trailer was what I really liked from the movie actually. But okay, trailer. I liked it. I think it was a fun trailer. I think it was accurate. Like it matches how I feel about the movie, which doesn't always happen as we've gone through this series. Um, and I think it was about the right level of hype because it was never going to be crazy, especially coming off of infinity war. It was just going to be a continuation of what we saw in the first Ant Man. Uh, it set up the, the more so the, the wasp, right? The, the partnership there, a little bit of the thread with his daughter. Um, and then highlighted more the action. than. um, I would say the comedy overall. So to to me, you know, I thought it was a fine job. JT. Uh it,
2: it's a, I agree. It, it kind of gave the tone of what the movie was going to be. Uh for me, I was you know, in the end, we all get excited about Marvel stuff, except John who waits for apparently for it to draw on Netflix because he wasn't excited about it. But, um, you know, I obviously I, I enjoyed the the trailer when it first came out. I sent it to a group of friends when I first saw it because I'm the guy who, you know, checking through Twitter and as soon as it pops up, I send everyone. So, um, yeah, it fit the tone.
0: How many times have, uh, have you seen this movie, John?
2: Two. Two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. I saw JT. it
1: the, the, when I saw it on Netflix, and then I, when I watched it or, earlier today. I think I've had it on before. I think I have like thrown it on before, but I, th- I don't think I've ever watched it to completion other than these two times.
2: JT, this is the only movie, Marvel movie I watched just two times. So theater and for review. Wow. Oh only my gosh,
0: won. both of you. Oh The no. only
1: one. So m- that's not true. Mine is definitely three, because I watched it. I want. I made sure I watched it before like the next Marvel Marvel film came out. So I watched it on Netflix. But then I definitely watched it in my full, I did a full rewatch before Endgame. So I definitely watched
2: it three times. I didn't. So yeah, just to do literally just theater and to watch it. That the, is the only one. I have no idea why I never did. I never wanted, I maybe mean, because it was so close to, like you said, Avengers 4 at the time, but Endgame. Uh, I didn't feel I needed to to rewatch yeah. that because I rewatched a lot of the movies up to Infinity War. I think every, right. everyone I didn't bother with Captain Marvel. But
1: and, and when it comes to like, if I'm craving Ant Man, I just go to the first one. If I want that comedy, like yeah. I, I feel like this movie did the action better, but the first movie did the comedy better, which is what I want more so from Ant Man. So
0: I I definitely agree with that sentiment. I if I'm watching a movie or putting something on the background and I want Ant Man, I go to that first one. There's there's something yeah. about it, right? Um, but uh yeah i honestly i don't think i've watched it much more than you guys uh but i, I would say it's either four or five okay. you know watch it in theaters watch it when it came out on home video at least another time since then did a big rewatch prior to end game uh and then again for this review so i'm in i'm in that ballpark uh favorite non-titular character
1: that, so, man, that that's another thing I'll throw at this is that there's really not a lot of characters that get love in this movie. Like it's it's a it's a super super small cast of characters, and they, it it really is just that core story. Um, and I certainly don't think Ava would be in my question. I think she's like super super un- uninteresting as a villain. As a kind of you know, yeah. I, I I'm gonna have to go last. I, I, I'm gonna have to think for a minute. I mean, there's an easy answer, but you
0: know Uh, of course there is that that's that's Uh, almost
1: based on how much i like Luis in the first movie is is why that's an easy answer to me because i feel like even he was funnier in the first movie so
2: can we all agree Luis is our pick and then we could just who's our second favorite titular character (laughs) character? (laughs)
0: um yeah i i think he's just the obvious fan favorite but um not including ant-man and the wasp i i've always loved the relationship between scott and cassie uh, that's a good I one. I like Mike I think that's beautiful uh, I like I like Michael Douglas uh, Hank Pym I, I, th- I always think he does a good job in that role um, I think you pass that yeah I mean you can always make an argument right but but not not a big one <laughs> so uh, I, we'll I have- think for me if, I, if I'm not saying Louise I, I would say probably Hank Pym in this because there, there's a lot at stake here it's really emotional I like that it it was a wouldn't say it was an afterthought, this whole premise in the first movie, but to see that they really made this this whole central plot point of going after uh Hank's wife, that that was a big deal. Uh very, very emotional. And I think you got the right guy in a Paul Rudd to be endearing, to be funny, to be tough when he needs to be, but then to to have those sweet moments. Even as as hysterical as it was when, like, uh, for lack of a better term, he synced up with Uh, Hank's wife and like he was talking as her. Like yeah, that, that was that really was good. hysterical and creepy, but at the same time, super sweet. Like, what a weird thing. Yeah, but, I, actually, yeah. I do, I do have an, I do have another answer
1: for non-titular character. I'll, I'm gonna throw Jimmy Woo out there. Jimmy Woo. Oh,
2: dead oh dead. no, John. No, yeah.
0: no, no. I, I, was, I, I, oh, I hate
1: you. Can I just double down what you say? Go ahead. You, yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. Yeah, it was, he, I think this is like where this is where he starts to shine in the MCU. I think I think he's super funny. I mean, the whole the whole magic thing is just so good. And I love how they call that back in Wandavision. Um, yeah, really good. Jimmy was what a nice
0: thread to bring back that character into yeah. that series because it, he was he was well liked, well received. Uh, yep. Yeah, what a what a great job. And guys, Asian Jim from the office if if you're an office fan, oh. he was he was a side character, but that that's what they they nicknamed him. Uh yep. he's in one of the intros. Just man, good stuff. So JT, I mean, you you can double down if you want. Just give us uh.
2: I, I, I was just gonna say I was gonna kinda use a cheat code and say that Wanda the his appearance in WandaVision maybe just automatically pick him for uh for this as well. But um yeah. like I said, the magic stuff and he's just, he's just a funny character. I really, really, really want a Jimmy Woo X Files esque Marvel yeah. series where he just goes and investigates ab- abnormal activity in right. the Marvel universe. I would like, I didn't think I want... I, nobody would have even thought that they wanted that, but now I do. <laughs> so, oh, i meant. uh, you know, we'll see if we get there, but uh, you know, it, Jimmy, Woo for sure, I, I double down with that.
0: Everything is possible at Disney, Plus, you know,
2: yeah,
1: true. Mm. Uh, maybe it pops see. back up in the uh, the Agatha show,
2: you never know.
0: Huh? Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, I'm gonna run through my notes here so I don't have too much to go through, but uh, some I've already said, so I'll reiterate a little bit, uh, right off the, the the top i said the i love the origin of hank and, and janet's story and even though that was a bit of a retread it went a little bit deeper this time really added and hit home on the emotional element and i thought they had nice chemistry um i wrote that uh michelle pfeiffer doesn't really need de-aging so this has become a thing right in M- mcu movies where they de-age uh some of these stars to, to do callbacks or throwbacks to an earlier decade yeah yeah she don't need it uh <laughs> she's just she's a natural. I, hold on, I, I have a question. Silly.
1: Speaking of yeah. aging, why, wait, why didn't why did she age thirty years when she was in the quantum realm? But Scott didn't age five years when he was in the quantum realm. Do I say that again? She she aged thirty years just like her husband did, while she was gone in the quantum realm. But when Scott Lang was in the quantum realm, the five
0: years was only five hours for him. Have you seen? Oh, is yeah, there yeah. An yeah. answer to this? I was just gonna make a a, a funny quip to Paul Rudd being named like the most beautiful. Man Alive by People Magazine. That's a thing, right? Right now. And he's I don't know. They're like they're saying that it's a thing because like he gets younger over time. Um sure. and I, I was gonna make a joke there, but <laughs> he um I, I don't know. All all I know is I, they constantly say that time works differently in the quantum realm. So yeah. what does that mean? Is it too open? Is it is it too convenient, yeah. like the multiverse thing? She,
2: she just happened to be in a pocket where she doesn't, you know, age slow. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. So that that's one thing I, I hope is explored in quantum mania um is is the quant- obviously that's the goal right it's the quantum realm as a whole but um she went through some stuff there apparently and even going back to what if you know if you go off with of some multiversal stuff you don't know if you guys what were- the zombie episode for what if um mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know it, it like i get back to the marvel doesn't like to explain some things sometimes but i think there's a purpose as to why they don't so i think that um, just might be the explanation I'm gonna a lot say, of- so
0: they, they don't get caught in in saying something that they want to reverse down the line because the the whole i mean so you see it coming a mile away everything they've done this year right is basically the the multiverse it's so convenient like they i mean from a business standpoint even they could write in past series and say oh you know the x-men are a part of this from from fox or they can be like yeah um we just want to do this because we feel like it or you can do kind of like a soft mini reboot if you you want within a reboot like there's so many things that they can do from a business standpoint. Just by saying, yeah, it's the multiverse, and like I feel like sometimes it's a cop out, but yeah, it's th- th- direction so going. That's
2: my right. oh, gosh, yep. I was just saying in this
1: situation, it seems like it's even more black and white. Like there's tons of articles on. I it. It wasn't apparently the first person to ask this question, and Feige responded just saying that some liberties were taken for to, to for the sake of creativity when when it comes to the end game plot because they needed they needed to figure something out. So
0: I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I like that honesty. JC, you were, were going to say something.
2: Uh, no that's what I was going to say actually you're good. <laughs>
0: um, uh moving on in, in no tier uh in the, I thought this was interesting. I don't know if this is on Disney Plus or not, but there's in, at least for the 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 Blu-ray there's a like a, a quick director's thing right bef- right before it where they talk for a minute or two about their thoughts on the movie as a, an introduction. So Peyton Reed is the director. He talked about how Ant-Man in his eyes is really about the father-daughter dynamic. And I thought that was beautiful because you do see that throughout. And I always love hearing uh, a director or a writer's true thoughts on what the, the IP is about. Because I may think it's about something totally different. And John may think it's about something totally different, even though we see the same thread. I like that. Like George Lucas thinks Star Wars is the about the tragedy of Darth Vader. And you could be like, "But no, it's not." But then you could be like, "Oh, yeah, absolutely it is." And there's so many reasons why. And it's not to say one's right or wrong, but I I like that um kind of debate when it comes to storytelling. Um also, I love this because I call my daughter Pina and now I know exactly why I do. It's because of these movies. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so I, it's funny, I wrote this note. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I said it it's not a sequel just for sequel's sake. Like it's not there just because it's gonna make money. Uh, I think it does enough to say that it's not. I think like it's it's we all talked about you know not like in the plot as much uh, as the first one. and this one, maybe we'd like some of the either the action or the comedy elements, maybe not both. I don't. I didn't feel like it was ever just shoehorned there, just because it was going to make money. That's just me. Felt like this was strong enough where you could be like, I don't care about the Avengers, which is crazy. But like, I, I enjoyed Ant Man, so now I've got Ant Man, the first movie, and now I've got this one, so, Ant Man yeah. and the Wasp. Just a thought.
2: I, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think it was a money grab, but in the end, you know, although we enjoyed some things within the movie, I feel like it definitely was just to prop up the Avengers Four endgame like it, it, it was it, like it certainly does that, obviously we know for a fact that 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 was the purpose of the movie when you look back at it now you know after watching endgame oh yeah um i don't know some people don't mind it some people do it just depends on taste and if you don't mind just having a semi-enjoyable movie to laugh at a couple times and call it a day so
0: i think how relevant you know a lot of the things i guess they talk about here are you're you've got the even the the suits like the suit at the end of the movie that that uh ant-man goes into before he gets lost in there uh during the snap or um i guess a little bit of the the science which is loose but it's there like the seeds are there so they could a little bit prelude into in uh end game right uh i i wrote here as we talked about Wu, is such a good character love love so much that they brought him into wandavision i'm uh, really big fan there speed of characters paul rudman i i really really like him in this movie I think he's really uh, a nice casting for this role. I talked about it on our original Ant-Man MCU reviewed episode that I was skeptical going in. It's like, okay, this is this is a really big name we're bringing into the MCU. Uh not that we didn't have big names before, but this this guy is like he's a rom-com guy. He he's all over the place. Uh I think it works out really well and he plays nice in, in the role as Ant-Man. I think he he really relates nicely to the, the other characters in it, but he really also plays nice in the sandbox with the Avengers. So I'm a really big fan of that casting. Love Paul Rudd. Uh, this this brought, uh, I would say, him to new heights of, of respect for me a, as a fan. Agreed. I love that Luis thinks Anton is Scott when he gets to his apartment. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it? <laughs> Very good. So good. Um, Hank says we think you may have entangled with her, and Scott says I would never do that. I respect you way too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so good. Um, Xcon, what a perfect name! I love that so much for their side visit, their business.
1: Right, that's really so
0: good. good. I, w- I got to get an Xcon T-shirt. I feel like that should be something from Fantastic. Next, I'm sure See it exists. The, the Scott Lang's pro skater there. Right. Um, Scott as an eight year old is hilarious, even though he's not I, an eight year old. I, I right? do love that scene. I love that scene a lot <laughs> in the school. Well, Michael Douglas just turned around. Do you want a juice box and some string cheese? Oh my wait, god! Wait, do you really have those things? <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing out loud during that whole sequence. Yeah. Um. So, what, what do we think about the villain? I, I know we alluded to it a little bit. John outright said it, but to to ghost, like, what do we think?
1: I just it's just so paper thin to me i just like they, they really don't give me any reason to care i mean i i yeah sure there, there's the backstory they give you they give you how it happened to her and the the tie to to Hank pym and how you know why we should care about it i just think it's just i think it's just so um it, it had to be there there had to be a reason there had to be somebody to, to to take the to take the suitcase to take the the building out of their hands to give them the reason to chase it and and this was that
0: I liked her as a character a, a little bit more than I did at first, but that's not saying much. Uh, I I like the reason for everything she does; like she's not just a jerk. Like so many times in in action movies, I think we get that uh, where there's not really good motivation. But for her, like there's a lot of raw pain there, and I thought I thought it was played well for what it's worth. Not to say that it was a very memorable villain, but um, I think too as time goes on, the the, the few times I've watched it. I've I've had a little bit more appreciation but again, you know, it's it's not saying a ton. JT any thoughts there?
2: No, same kind of with you Joe like I think uh you know the the impactfulness of it, you know her going through the struggles she she kind of went through was just something that I was like okay, well, you know, it's she's doing she's playing it well. You know, or am I a fan of how they wrote that plot or or it's something that I could really buy into and kind of more towards John on that, but what they gave her and you know, what they wrote was, you know, she played it she pretty played good to a T for sure. Uh,
0: the whole truth serum discussion was absolutely gold. And then immediately <laughs> after the, the Louis story of where Scott is, uh, and what that means. And then Baba Yaga, I'll never forget it. And I think it's one of the the funniest moments in the entire movie, <laughs> just him singing, Baba Yaga. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we talked about Woo working on the magic. That is a fun thread. uh, Luis saying, what's up? And then saying, you don't remember that beloved commercial? <laughs> beloved commercial? Really? Oh, absolutely. I think it's, yeah. Uh, funny little side note, uh, just from a like a, a noticing standpoint. Uh, in the first movie, and especially in the first trailer, we, we got a, a huge blow up of Thomas the Tank Engine toy. That, in this one, we get a, a big Hello Kitty Pez. So we got one in each, kind of like these real big pop culture things uh, from a toy standpoint. I don't know, kind of an interesting thing where they picked one. Wonder what we'll get in the in the next one. Uh, we talked about that already. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. We did not talk about. He, because, he's uh,
1: because there's not much to talk about. No,
0: <laughs> another big name. Yeah, you know, gets into the MCU. Again, how I view Ghost, I think I enjoyed his role for what it was. But again, it, 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 was, it was minimal. It didn't have to be more. Uh, but I like that his, his character kind of did the right thing uh, for what it's worth. Like He was someone you could also get behind. You can understand his reasoning for doing what he did. Um, I like, uh, this is a funny thing to say, but during the credits... I like how they're laid out where it's, it's action figures and kind of like these tiny models used to recreate scenes from the movie. That's a, that's a fun touch that took a little bit extra there. I love the credits. Yeah. Um, those are really cool. Yeah. It, along with the, the, the music that was really nice. And then, um, I'm just going to jump right into it. Cause I don't know if you guys have, have different moments. Maybe you do. Maybe it's a Louis moment, but that moment that sticks out to me, um, uh, which maybe that's the same more about the movie but it's the snap it's, it's when when yes when scott is in the van or in the quantum realm that hit hard because i i man i i do remember this from the theater my heart was pumping i was like oh my gosh i don't know <laughs> how this is going to go down but it's not going to be good and that stuck with me really big i i just got to say like it's i fresh off of the heels of infinity war i was i was still on edge I was stressed about the events of that that movie so uh, that that's my moment for for the movie <laughs> it happens after the movie uh, do you guys have different moments at all
1: yeah I can go with one uh it's not like a big for pop purposes or anything like that but I really like when he goes giant uh, in in the bay and he's chasing the guy when he's on the when he's on the the whale watch ship. Just, that's just my favorite moment of the movie. That 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 just hits so well for me comedically. Where he's just and it just it's really well done too. Um, and I think that's a lot. It looks a lot better than the way it looked in uh, Civil War. Um, but just him plucking the the briefcase house and them thinking he's a whale. Like I don't know that that whole that whole scene just works for me.
0: I like it. I like it.
2: Yeah, uh, so my favorite scene was definitely uh, the, the conversation between Scott and Fishburne's character. I can't remember his name, um, but where they were, because he was Giant Man in the past. They were saying, like, how big did you grow? And Scott's like, oh, I went to X amount of feed. And he's like, oh, no way. Like, it was just so random to me. But I was like, oh, OK, that's cool. He's like the former Giant Man that worked with the previous Ant-Man. So
1: I do love really Paul cool. Redd, I love Paul Rudd's <laughs> mannerism when he doesn't want to tell him. He's like, nah, I'm not
2: doing <laughs> <boys. Yeah."> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was super funny. I love it. <laughs>
2: I, love, I it. love it I love it and uh it kind of obviously uh it's kind of a prelude to to what we see in with him in the ocean and stuff so it's it's it, it was really cool it, it's a nice little quip. I liked it
0: I think if I'm a little bit surprised we we didn't land on Luis's story of where Scott is because we that was, that was pretty good that I, I feel like we we're waiting for that moment after having seen how how funny it was in the first Ant-Man I think that it was
1: better in the first Ant Man. Uh, I don't think it was as funny this time, but I really liked all of the other actors and how they like ex- like talked like Luis or, or how they lip synced. They nailed it. Yeah, it was really really funny. That that was my like, that that you know definitely worth mentioning because they they all did a good job. Buying into that
0: <laughs> Baba Yaga stuff, I'll never forget. Yeah. Uh, I also put here the so the Ant playing the drums is funny, but right before that, it really bothers me. I don't know what it is seeing all the effects of infinity war in the house there, like the lost signal on the TV and oh. seeing the wind blow like that. I don't know what it is. Bothers me and it's, it's intense. And they, they did a good job of making it feel eerie. Yeah. Uh, last thing I wanted to mention, if you are, uh, I don't know if it's on Disney plus or not, but on the blu-ray, at least if you have the home blu-ray version of the movie, uh, there's a whole set of Stanley outtakes that are really nice. Uh, it's Stanley's cameo. But he says a different line every time, and there's like ten different lines. So obviously they just went with the what they thought was the best one. But it's really funny because there's some really good comedy gold in there, and you can tell he's he's having a good time. So especially now that we don't have him anymore, uh, if you ever get your hands on it, go go take a look at it. I'm sure you can uh, view it on YouTube as well. Uh, that's all I had for notes there. So getting back to the itinerary here, I'm not sure if we had too much more to cover, to be honest. No, with you. I think we're. Getting ready to rank this bad boy. Yeah, we we did that moment. We we did favorite non-title character. I, I think we're ready to rank. Let's do it. Uh,
1: right. Well, we, we do have to address what happened on the last episode in terms of rank. There was a snap. Uh, there was a snap last episode. So,
2: John? <laughs> uh, I had Detroit Lions and Pittsburgh Steelers the freaking tie out of it. We don't know how to go about it, so we need to decide. We should have
0: talked about this. I totally forgot uh, that that happened. I
2: I don't. I think that I I don't think
1: we need to talk about it because first of all, I think what you and I propose makes sense, but it's also a two to one. It's just it's just it's like it's any vote, it, it makes sense. So last so last week, John used a snap and he tried to snap Black Panther ahead of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Right, that's that that's the one because we have if we pull up the current rankings uh we have Guardians 2 at 5 Black Panther at 6 and i was worried about that i thought you were going to i thought that you were going to run away with this poll to be honest i really thought that um black panther just kind of being fresh in people's minds with you know with the passing of Chadwick Boseman and i think that a lot of people when they remember Guardians of the Galaxy they really do think about that first one as the better movie so i was worried that you that this would be kind of a runaway success but the poll was a dead tie so 24 total votes, 12 and 12. It's a simple question, which is the better movie? But the intent of the snap is to see if you can get people to agree that your movie is better. And you didn't do that. We this is my
0: argument. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and, I, and I do support that argument. It, you, you, didn't, you didn't get the people on your side to prove that Black Panther is better than Guardians 2. Yeah, that, uh, that's a loss, that, that, man. It, that's selfishly, it's a loss, of course. The tie. The tie goes, right, tie, it, tie goes we to we the home should, team to
0: run it back. Tie goes to the runner. So, I, yeah, I, I felt like it shouldn't. Obviously, it benefits me, but if I try to step back, I felt like it, it shouldn't because you are the whole purpose is to get people to say it's better than, and, and you didn't accomplish that. We said it was as good as,
2: right? Exactly. <laughs> so, we could go about a number a number of ways. Well, then but... we need to add five A and five B.
0: <laughs> you, we, you so know, I, what? I mean, technically, it, it's You're a high. tie. It's JT as good, been... so they need okay. to both be five. JT's only been on the series for like a third of the episodes now, and he's yep. had like eight snaps. Eight snaps, and I'm and I'm the one to propose okay, new snaps
2: here. when the new year comes
0: too. <laughs> get out of here! Yeah, no, I'm sick of it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, no. I think it's a no go. I think uh, it's a no go. You got, you get. There's no, there's no other way to go about it. I mean, the, it's a simple, simple equation. You ask a question, and the answer wasn't answered. I think we should
2: get Tim Talbot to come in here. Tim uh, hasn't of, even
0: watched like, one of the hosts. Like, one, one of the
2: hosts of Dadcast and have him no. tie with me, and then you guys are tied, and then we have to go back to, and put the vote up. Listen, you know,
0: T- Tim was asking us if Iron Man three is considered a Christmas movie. I love Tim. Today. He's just starting out. He's a baby MC. He's a fan. baby MC. Just, yeah. We got
2: First of all, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. We need to go through that someday. But besides that, <laughs>
0: I, I would go through that because I've never seen a Die Hard movie.
2: Oh no, Joe.
0: Yeah. So uh, that, that uh, would be a good. Uh, series.
2: There too. Wait, what? I, I, I
0: was, was
1: going to say, John, you're usually with me on these. The ones. only one that I've seen for whatever reason is like one of the newer ones with Justin. Was it Justin Long was his name. Live Free or Die Hard. Uh, that was yeah. my yeah. least favorite. I don't one. know. My favorite know one's on one is in New York City. <laughs> yeah. So. We're not. This isn't a diehard podcast. <laughs> this this is an MCU podcast, and you, you don't get the snap. I just it just it doesn't that work.
2: There was not clarified. The rules need to be. You know what? I need a rewrite. I need a re-election. I need, the, rule, the rules. The rules were back. there.
1: You need the the people to agree with you that that movie is better. They're clearly defined. Just because you didn't interpret them properly doesn't doesn't mean it's our fault. <laughs> so, the rankings stay. That's a loss. That's an L. Uh, so Guardians two <laughs> stays stays above Black Panther, um, so Ant Man and the Wasp. Where do we want to start with this movie? I don't have to move it very far to to you know to get where I want to start with it.
0: I would probably propose it. I know where I want it to end, so I'm going to okay. leave it up to you to say where it starts. The it's gonna.
1: I'm just going to go with where I think I want it, and you guys can battle it out from there and see if you can sway me, but I would put this above Captain America, the first Avenger. I would put it at 16, under Iron Man 2. Agreed. Oh, interesting. So, (laughs) John, not that it matters, again, to you in this episode,
0: (laughs) but where would you have put it? (laughs) I'm sorry, I should have uh, let him go
2: first. Um... I would put it right under First Avenger. Oh, okay. So you, I could get, so I, I, I I'm could. right, I'm right there. I'm right there with you guys. Like I'm, a, I, Let's I think put it
0: there.
2: <laughs> so no, hold on. hold on. So I like, I don't, I think First Avenger has a better plot than this movie. And that's what puts it over for me. You Similar action. I agree. So I want to put it at 17. I agree. I do think I, I was at 17. First... Am I looking at the right one? Uh, it, it would be 17. If we are right in there, right? Yep. Okay.
1: I think I actually agree with you now. Now that I think, now that I'm thinking about Captain America: vs. Avenger, I mean the the, the comedy in Ant Man always saves it for me. I love Paul Rudd. I love the sure. the cast of characters. But Cap: The First Avenger, I think, is a better movie, or at least throughout my you know uh, criteria of ranking, a movie that I like more, or that I would want to rewatch right now, and that I'm you know does more for me. So I'm with you, John. Actually, I think 17 makes more sense.
0: See, I would rewatch Ant Man and the Wasp before I watch. First Avenger. I, I,
1: I go think. back. To, I go back to the my last point. If I want to watch an Ant Man movie, I'm
2: not watching that one. I'm watching the first one. Right. So. I think but those, I those get, couple of tidbits combined for the both of us puts it seventeen.
0: I really <laughs> wanted John to stick with his original opinion, and then that's why I was being a smart ass and I said, "You yeah, know, no, let's put it at seventeen, just so we could upvote it because we knew that it would." But it, it's it's
1: fine. Yeah. So no, fine. I, I've been converted. So okay ant-man sitting pretty ant-man and the Wasp sitting pretty at 17 i think it is a good ranking for it i mean 13 feels good for Ant man some people say we even have that a little low behind iron man 3 but those people crazy don't like christmas
2: movies apparently
0: those people would be wrong they're yep. thieves of joy i'm just i'm just
2: looking at this this list on It's like it's gonna be i mean obviously we know movies are gonna crack the top two three one whatever uh Ant-Man and the has no chance like i'm not putting it above doc strange i'm not putting it above the original ant-man i'm not above Iron Man 3 or 1 yeah and then the top 10 is just impenetrable unless you're an avengers movie like it's just not happening I, i'm very interested to see where some of these newer movies that are
1: coming out are gonna are gonna fall it's gonna be fine i agree with that too i because like I've, I've seen most of these movies and i've had so so long to reflect on most of the mcu <laughs> that like i kind of have a good idea with where i think most of these stay and and um a lot of these rewatches have changed my mind on a few of these things, like putting, uh, won't even get into it, but but I've changed my mind a few times based on these rewatches. So I'm, I'm interested to see how much, uh, my, my current perception of my list will change and where these new movies are going to fit because they're they're, the the phase four is pretty different. It's a different approach for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like I need to rewatch those as they, they hit Disney plus and whatnot. Um, to to see how i really feel about them in in terms of this list uh just in a quick 101 like i rewatched black widow and i was like oh man that's a good movie really liked it Mm -hmm. shang chi like is my favorite anything at all that marvel has put out this year i think um then eternals i'm not sure i'm not sure how i feel about it like i've had some time to digest it but we'll get there we'll get there in uh in the coming weeks we're we're on the the last third of the graphic we are so, we are
1: in the end game now. as some may say, but for <laughs> for audio listeners, we will go through real quick uh, the, the overall rankings. Uh, so number one, we have Infinity War. Number two, Thor Ragnarok. Three, Civil War. Four, mm-hmm. Spider Man Homecoming. Five, Guardians Volume Two. Six, Black Panther. Seven, Guardians of the Galaxy. <clears throat> Eight, The Avengers. Nine, Avengers Age of Ultron. Ten, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Eleven, Iron Man. Twelve, Iron Man Three. 13 Ant-Man, 14 Doctor Strange, 15 Iron Man 2, 16 Captain America the First Avenger, 17 Ant-Man and the Wasp, 18 Thor, 19 Thor: Dark World, and number 27
0: The Incredible Hulk. There it is. I always say to myself every time that I'm not going to smirk or laugh when you put the whole class, but I can't help it. It's funny every <laughs> You know,
2: you know, it is funny every time, but I just a quick little tidbit. We need a solid solo outing for Mark Ruffalo Hulk, and we need old, you know, Worldbreaker Hulk to come through. And and he, he deserves it.
0: I hope I that time it. has passed. I, I hope I'm wrong I know. on that. I mean, he's, I know. He's, there's he's just so many rumors Hulk and, and, yeah. and I feel like if they were gonna do that, just you know, not to rain on the parade, JT. I think that is a no, really good point. for sure. For sure, I feel like the time for that would have been uh right after Age of Ultron, if we were gonna get something. focused Well, that's on
2: that yeah, they just used.
0: Planet Hulk and
1: Ragnarok. Look, look, what sucked, they did with, look what they did with Black Widow. I mean, it certainly wasn't the time for her to get a solo movie, and they just threw her you know, in the timeline prior, so
0: it's, it's possible. That's a very yeah. good point, and Ruffalo keeps hanging around. Right. Every time I'm like, yeah, he's done. He's done. Nope, he's still here. He yeah. wants yeah. to do more, it seems like. you so. something with him, for sure. Like, like those paychecks, you know? It's good. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. The new, officially updated rankings. For the MCU reviewed here on the Geekiverse channel, uh, we've got some some good ones coming up. We talked about Ant Man and the Wasp today, but next time we record, we're talking about that one right there. Captain Marvel cannot wait uh, to get. It's been a while since I've watched this movie. Like, really excited to to just pop it in in, in the Xbox Series X and, and let it fly. Uh, we're gonna have a, a special guest on that episode. Cannot wait to to have that happen. So uh, be on the lookout for that in uh, the coming days and weeks as we get to more recordings here on the Geekiverse YouTube channel and wherever you listen to podcasts. Boys, we had another good episode here. Where can we find you on social media? And uh, what can we plug for the Geekiverse? John, why don't uh, why don't you plug our new show?
1: Yeah, we got a new show. So we talked about it earlier, but we, uh, we just launched our new video game podcast, Busy Sticks. Episode one is now live on YouTube and podcast services. So give that a watch and listen. Uh, we had a lot of fun. It's a show that's been in the it's been a long time coming. We we first we first pitched this and started brainstorming about the show almost two years ago. So we're we're happy it's finally here and we we love it if you if you showed it some love. But yeah, find that on uh, on YouTube, podcast services, thegeekiverse.com, Twitter, uh, at the underscore Geekiverse. Give it some love. Email it to your friends.
0: Email. <laughs> it has to be email. JT, we uh first of all, where can people find you and second of all why don't you talk about our event coming up
2: yes so uh you can find me on twitter uh talking about how black panther is a better movie than guardians 2 uh and I'm mad people didn't vote for that but you can find me at john ots on twitter uh, and then the the, ver- the thing we're very very excited about is uh, we're doing our second annual the Geekiverse charity event Geeks Geeks Give Back. Um, it's going to be December fourth from ten a.m. to ten p.m. We're going to have special guests, giveaways. Um, you know, don't we're, All donations are going towards what uh, Make a Wish Western New York. Uh, we want to just try to help out another kid, another family that's going through some struggles, and um, you know, help make a difference. The holidays are coming, and. We want to show people that geeks aren't just geeks. We like to help out with charity, too. You know what I mean? So uh, we hope you guys can check it out. We're going to be live streaming all day. Uh, I know a story for sure. And uh, Tim, Tim Talbot from DadCast is going to be on there as well. And um, a couple of surprises for you guys, too. Some good giveaways, good time. Come, come, and, uh, come and hang out.
0: We've got a lofty goal. Last year, on a whim, we raised a little over $2,800. We'll be happy to raise anything this year. But we want to really nail that number down. I think it'd be awesome if we could get to $10,000. We need your help from Make-A-Wish Foundation, Western New York. Uh, our friends, the the sponsor of the show, 26shirts slash fantastic. They uh, they do some good work. They've raised a lot of money over the years. They're going to help us out with this stream. We're going to have some special guests, some nice sponsors. Uh, again, go check out Del Reed and the crew over at 26shirts at 26shirts.com. I'm at Josiah D. Leroy on Twitter. You can find me there uh, from time to time, talking about how much I love Guardians and how much I think it's better than Black Panther. Email me your thoughts on that. could even say it with a straight face. Uh, check out Busy Sticks. That would mean the world to me. Cannot wait to talk more video games. Uh, as always, for John and JT, I'm Josiah. We'll see you for our Captain Marvel episode. Take care. 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 Marvel episode. Take care.